There we go. Uh, you heard another voice there. That is our morning uh, producer, Chris Gardner, of uh, this morning. Yeah, nice to have you in the studio because you had a little conversation with somebody about something that is near and dear to our hearts and that we've been but missing. Very controversial. But no, it's just near and dear to our hearts. Everybody loves this. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. No, no, they don't. I, I actually am a big fan. I know that you are as well. The talus domes or, or the talus balls. As the talus dome. I, I still want to call it the talus balls all the time. Not it's, the official name. Not though. the official name. Though. No, it doesn't it's, matter. It's, On the white mud, the 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 you know the big pile of. Well, one of the things balls. that jumped out at me on this one is I, I hadn't realized it'd been there since 2011. Like, what? It's a long We've been complaining time. about it for that long? <laughs> yeah, and we, okay. we've had the uh, the Halloween costumes pop up, yeah. you know, people dressed mm-hmm. in the silver balls, and then uh, I think the Trappers, uh, they did their uniform. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't the Trappers. This year, no, the Riverhawks. The Riverhawks, sorry. How old are you, buddy? Oh, geez, I just hear baseball and I think, Trappers. Yeah, the Riverhawks. I didn't go Cracker Cats. Thank you. The Riverhawks did indeed have a talus balls uh, uniform this year was awesome so we've been waiting for this thing to get fixed you had a conversation with somebody uh, right to find out yeah I spoke with David Turnbull the director of public art with the Edmonton Arts Council and uh, the reason I wanted to get him on the horn is because uh, well we've, as we have all know if you drive by it over uh, you know since mid-August it's just been covered up in tarps know, yeah in tarps and covering and he says uh, you know the, they've been doing a lot of repair work of course since the incident last April uh, when the when the fella squeezed himself inside it had to be ripped out by it the jaws of life out but you know, it, it had also been there, of course, for a long time, and it was time for a bit of a mm-hmm. refurbishing. And uh, they thought they would tarp it up so that, uh, you know, the workers could kind of do their thing in peace. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they might be coming up with some type of grand unveil, you know, when they're ready to take the tarps down. But, uh, you know, it's uh, David, he was telling me that, uh, you know, they've been working on it, like I said, since uh, early August. The work is actually uh, looking to wrap up this week or early next week, from what I from what I can tell. Um they have been working on the piece for about five weeks, steady. Um, and what's left is uh, just some final cleanup, a little bit of landscaping cleanup um, around the site, give the give the sculpture a good wash down and a polishing, and uh, then remove all the hoarding and scaffolding and fencing so that it's completely accessible again to the public. So. The work began, uh, what's set to begin in um, mid-August, and I think it may have been uh, uh, delayed by about a week or so, only because there's schedules to coordinate. And it's a, it's a really big effort to uh, set up the hoarding, do all the groundwork preparation just to get the welders in to start doing their work. And those welders are actually specialized welders that can deal with uh, stainless steel. Uh, and they're the same company that helped the original artist design and build the uh, structure. Sense. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he was saying that, uh, you know, it's um, the, the, the fellow, of course, was uh, trapped in there. He was charged with mischief. And uh, I think uh, he it, was trying to impress a girl or something. Uh, right. And he climbed up on top and then the, fell in the middle of it. The part I remember exactly. are the spiders and the amount of time what? he had to spend in there. And uh, I think uh, Global got a clip with him the next day. I was just about to look for it and I couldn't find it. But he talked about the number of spiders in that thing was the worst part <laughs> of being trapped in there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and you know, I, I talked a bit with David about how they're, you know, they're they're, they're making the balls a little bit tighter. You know, it's going to be a little bit harder to, for anyone to squeeze in there. But he says this is six hundred thousand dollars worth of art is a public art, and uh, you know their vision for it pretty much remains the same. You know, this is public art, so you know it, it really is up to the viewer how they want to interact with it. Um, of course, we don't want people inside of it, and it's not meant to have people inside. That's really the restriction. Um, 
you know, people should not climb it because it damages the sculpture. Um, but also there's always a risk that someone could get them, could hurt themselves. Um, so common sense is the best way. David kind of sounds protective and uh, and and that it, it just sounds like he likes this thing. Like, well, I like it too. Of course, now it's common knowledge that there's an escape hatch yes. that's used to get inside there. You know, that's which uh, wasn't common knowledge. That wasn't before. common knowledge. No. The first responders who went at it with the jaws of life, but uh, that's the damage that they're that they're working to repair over mm-hmm. the summer. And of course, giving it a so when it comes out, it should be nice and shiny. And uh, you know, I could tell by talking to David that this is a piece of art that he really enjoys. So you've got to get there by foot. You've got to get there by car, by bicycle. Viewing it from the river, if you're if you're in a kayak or in a canoe, it's phenomenal. Seeing it from across the river, um, from the freeway, is also amazing. Um, one of my favorite views is actually from driving down um, towards it on Fox Drive when you see it off in the distance, and it's just this gleaming curiosity. Um, but but any time of day, um, it changes. And seeing it up close is a completely different experience than than driving by. Yeah, that's true. And one of the cool things that he was saying is uh, this is art that's been that's being you know like it's meant to be seen from many different angles and mm-hmm. you know, even from the air as people are flying over you know they hope that you can look down and uh, get a glimpse of uh, this. And uh, of course, the best time to visit it is uh, sunset on a winter day. He says you know you, you get the reflection from the snow and the and the reds and you some know. cool photos. Oh, taken yeah, there as exactly. well with the reflection of, think, of the balls. I think the backlash to it was probably more about the price. It was one of yeah. the first artworks yeah. that was part of a, uh, you know, where you're going to use a percentage of a major project. And so people thought it was a waste of money. Oh, just a bunch of balls for 600 grand. That's just stupid. So I, I, I don't know that the backlash has ever been about the art itself as much as it had been about the price tag, in my opinion, anyway. And, but even the backlash itself has drawn attention to the art and, you mm-hmm. know, and subsequently, like, to mm-hmm. our city itself. You know, it's it's uh, it's, a, it's become Edmonton lore. You know, it's the mm-hmm. type of thing that You'll, you'll see it driving People by. People complained about the Eiffel Tower, too, like, right. fervently. <laughs> Are you <laughs> comparing the Dallas Balls to the Eiffel Tower? No, it just makes our know. city more livable, to you know, more livable in uh, uh, even greater place to live, having all of these little, you know, little pieces of art and, and, and interest. Did we get into cost? Cost? No. He, he, he didn't want to talk about how much okay. this cost was going to uh, was going to run them, but, uh, you know, like you are saying, it's an insurance matter at this point. I okay, think. so insurance took care of it. Yeah, that's, right. uh, that seems to be the just. Got a note in on the text line uh, from DJ who said, uh, it's uncovered this morning when I went by at 4 a.m. Hey, is it windy night? Or, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it was firm down. Um, uh, I think it was, you know, it was staked down. It wasn't flapping around. It was. No, it was but he said it, it's uncovered. It. it would imply oh, that maybe they, maybe it got done even sooner than we thought. I'm gonna have to call know. David back. Yeah. Mr. Turnbull <laughs> said the end is in sight. We just didn't think. Well, so let us know, Chedville, if you're out and about. Uh, if you're out and about, and you can safely send us a note, is is the Talus Dome once again? in all its splendor out uh, out there or is it uh, maybe just they just took a little bit off uh, I'll dispatch the global chopper yeah <laughs> pull some strings Justin yeah. Durbin's gonna be out there take we'll get look. him to take a peek maybe <laughs> and see what's going on uh, sound like a good conversation